Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. How are you, friends? Like, really, how are you? Today, this hour, this minute, this second... We're living through some really crazy times in our world for so many different reasons, and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay if you are okay, and it's okay if you're okay today, not tomorrow, or if you feel fine this hour and not the next. I just wanted to take this time to encourage all of you, wherever you are, that it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling right now. It's okay to feel sad or frustrated or whatever is going on in your life, whatever you're feeling. I just wanted to encourage all of us, myself included, that we can still choose joy even in the midst of sadness or frustration or all of the things we might be feeling as we head into this Christmas season. Because joy doesn't depend on our feelings. Christmas season. Just mentioning Christmas this year might evoke completely different feelings for you than it does other years. Maybe you're wondering if you'll be able to see certain loved ones this year, or maybe you've already decided that you won't and you're grieving the loss of that celebration together. Maybe you're facing some pandemic-induced economic challenges and you're worrying about whether or not you'll be able to buy your kids anything for Christmas, or maybe that Christmas will just have fewer presents under the tree this year. Maybe you're feeling strained and stressed to the point where you just don't even know how to get through it anymore. I just wanted to encourage all of us that wherever you are, whatever this Christmas season brings for you, just want us all to know that you are seen. You are loved. I was thinking this week just about that idea and thinking about in the Old Testament when Hagar, um, who's the father of Ishmael, who's the, anyway, it's a complicated story. If you haven't read it, you should probably go read it in Genesis. I won't go into all of it here, but Hagar, she's out in the desert, um, by herself. She's pregnant. She's been mistreated. She doesn't know where to go, what to do, where to turn. And it says the angel of God comes to her and, talks with her and helps her and when she talks about that she calls him the God who sees me and that same God who saw her in that situation in that desperate seemingly hopeless place where she was 
sees you wherever you are, whatever you're going through right now. You matter. And I think in a smaller sense, how we greet this Christmas season matters. Um, Will we let the tide of difficulties and discouragements this year overtake us? Or will we still choose to approach this season with joy? With joy in the midst of difficulties and struggles and challenges. In um, a recent episode, I mentioned 1 Thessalonians 5, 5, 16 through 18, that says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And that verse has really just stuck in my mind. Lately, I've been trying to like pick a verse of the month that I try to write out each day, and it's usually every couple of days, but to just write it out and really let it sink into my mind and into my heart. Just choose one verse for the month, and that's the verse that I chose for this month for December. And so I've just really been thinking about what that means for this Christmas this year, to give thanks in all circumstances. Because the circumstances of this Christmas don't feel as great as the circumstances of some other Christmases for a lot of us. Christmas this year may not have all the parties, all the concerts, the festivals, parades, the big dinner parties and gatherings. There might be fewer presents under our trees this year or fewer people in our homes when we open them. There might be a lot less of a lot of things that feel like Christmas to us. But the really best news is that there won't be less Jesus just because there are fewer of these other things. And because of that, we can still rejoice always. We can still give thanks in the circumstances of our 2020 Christmas, whatever it looks like. I've been thinking this week about how, in a kind of a weird way, the unusual circumstances of this Christmas give it the potential to be an even more joyful Christmas than any other year. I think that absence of kind of the hustle and bustle excuse me hustle and bustle of a typical christmas season can help us to make that space to sit and slowly savor this season with our families because that space has already kind of been cleared in our calendars by outside factors and i'm not trying to say that it's easy or joyful that activities or events we love have been canceled or look really different that's not easy that's not fun it's difficult and it's okay to feel sad about the loss of those things things we've loved in the past things we've enjoyed but it's about choosing to be joyful anyway about choosing to focus on the hope that jesus is coming to earth as a baby to eventually die for us the hope that that brings and i think that's what makes all the difference this year in choosing to have a joyful christmas even though it's different than other Christmases, because the central core hope of Christmas is not the presents, is not the decorations, is not the parties, is not those things. It's really about the hope of Jesus coming down to earth to live as a man. And I think, in a way, having some of the external trappings of Christmas stripped away can help us to really focus on that hope. Um... This Christmas has really kind of messed with a lot of the cultural messages that we get about Christmas because 
a lot of times we can maybe feel like Christmas is about the parades or the concerts or all those different things, but this year Christmas isn't about those things. And it's probably for most of us not about going shopping. Um, you know, a lot of us are online shopping or ordering for curbside pickup or whatever that looks like for you. So it's not the wandering around the store and checking everything out and some of the things that can feel like Christmas to us. And I think there's even also this cultural message that's like, you know, when people are trying to avoid consumerism to say, well, Christmas isn't just all about getting gifts. It's about being together with our loved ones. And that's the true joy of Christmas. But if that's the true joy of Christmas, and this is a year where we might not get together with our loved ones, then there's just call Christmas canceled this year or what? But if Christmas really is about the hope we have in Jesus, then this is truly the year to celebrate even maybe more than recent years, because when things are going great, we don't necessarily feel like we need hope as much. But when things are difficult, it's a time when we need hope. I think we all need some hope this year. And our hope is not just in a vaccine or in politics or in any of these temporal things, but our hope really is in Jesus coming and living as a man, living among us in the world and eventually dying for us so that we can live with him in heaven forever because we can't bridge that gap on our own. So like I was saying, when times are great and everything around us is peaceful and happy, it doesn't really feel like we need to look for Jesus for our hope, need to look to Jesus for our hope. But I think in a year like this year where there are a lot of things that feel not hopeful, when a year when there's sickness, when there's division, when there's anger, when there's pain all around us, it really is a year to remember that Christmas is about hope that transcends our circumstances and transcends our cultural traditions. And I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong, implicitly wrong with cultural Christmas traditions. There are so many great things about it. So I'm not trying to knock those things or say that they're bad, but just say this is a year where with some of those like sort of superficial things peeled away, we're left with what matters most. We're left with, oh, this is about celebrating the baby born into a much worth er, much worse earthly situation than most of us find ourselves in this year. It's about celebrating that baby being born and the hope that he brings. Not just hope for better circumstances, but hope despite our circumstances, hope in any circumstances. And I think that's truly where we find joy this Christmas. So just want to leave us all with that encouragement that you can have a practically joyful Christmas this year. It may not be perfectly joyful. It may not have all the things that we normally want it to have or the things that we enjoy about Christmas. It probably won't feel like a perfect Christmas, but it can still be a practically joyful Christmas, a Christmas where we say, wow, we can find so much joy and so much hope in this true message of Christmas because things are harder this year, because things are not perfect. So 
I just want to challenge us all, this is my practical challenge for the episode, to choose joy this Christmas, whatever your circumstances, whatever your situation, to just kind of plant your flag in the sand and declare, I am choosing joy this Christmas. It doesn't mean that you won't maybe feel sad or feel disappointed or feel frustrated. It's okay to feel those feelings and still choose joy. One way that I think is maybe a nice practical way to be able to do that is to do some sort of an advent thing with your family and if you google search advent activities there's a thousand don't choose a thousand choose one thing um i know we're part way through the month but you can start now and you don't have to do it every day but some sort of a little advent activity that you can do with your kids with your whole family to just kind of refocus on, yeah, we can have joy this Christmas, even though it looks different, because it's about Jesus, and it's about the hope and the joy that he brings us. So a kid's reading book, a kid's craft thing, something that you think your family will like, that your family will enjoy, and that's why I didn't choose a specific one to recommend, because there's so many things out there in every family enjoys different things. Maybe your kids love to do the little coloring crafts. Mine maybe wouldn't as much, but something that your family would love to each day as we head towards Christmas to refocus yourself and your kids on choosing joy this year, even if Christmas looks different in your home than it has in other years. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom, or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing joy with me, friends.